Hey there, I'm really glad that you've come to check out the KZMC Weekly Teaching. My name is Ryan Yancey and I'm the lead pastor. KZMC gathers together for worship every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. in person. You can also join us by our live stream available on YouTube. If you're from the area and you're not already connected to a church, we'd love to have you come join us. You can find the full details at kzmc.ca. It's my hope and it's my prayer that God will speak to you through this teaching. May you have a marvelous day. So the scripture that I'm going to read is from Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 to 29. It says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice, that's a key, puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rains came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, and it fell with a great crash. So these are the concluding words of Jesus in what is commonly referred to as the Sermon on the Mount. This sermon by Jesus was on a mountainside, probably not too far from Capernaum. Jesus covered a multitude of topics in Matthew chapter 5 through chapter 8. Chapter 5 begins with what is commonly referred to as the Beatitudes, along with other teachings. His teaching also included how we should pray, and we, we refer that to as the Lord's Prayer in the sixth chapter. And then in chapter 7, which is the concluding chapter of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus speaks about judging others, asking, seeking, and knocking. Jesus continues with the narrow and wide gates, true and false prophets, true and false disciples. And then Jesus concludes this saying that everyone who hears these teachings and not only hears the words, but puts them to practice are compared to the wise and foolish builders. Often in his teaching, Jesus used stories called parables to make a point. We know that this parable is not about building houses. It's about building on the foundation of Jesus. You know, I believe that when the founders of this church, Zurich Mennonite Church, and it started meeting in 1908, that's 113 years ago, I think it, I can say with confidence that they wanted to build this church on a solid foundation, on Jesus. I think they would have known that being good people is not the gospel. The gospel is based on what Jesus did for us, what we received from him and empowered by the Holy Spirit. If we, if we look at what we do, if we look at what pastors do, we have lost our focus on what it means to be a true Christian. In, verses, in the verses from Matthew 7, it says that whoever hears and acts on Jesus' words are like a wise man building his house on a rock. For a believer in Jesus, even if the rains come and the winds blow, the house will not fall because of its firm foundation. By contrast, everyone who hears these words but does not put them into practice is like the foolish man who built his house on the sand. People like that will fall. Their faith wavers when the hard times come, and just like when the rains come heavy, and the floods come, the wind blows, and the house built on the sand will fall. 
Sand is not a firm foundation. We saw that. Nothing can stand on sand. I think the parable says this. No matter how hard you try to live a godly life, unless your faith is built on the foundation of Jesus, it will not be possible to not be swept away by the cares, the struggles, the storms that come our way. Jesus is the only firm foundation, the only firm foundation. He is the rock. You know, I was reminded of a song that when I was young, and uh, we maybe still sing it once in a while, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. When darkness seems to veil his face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. His oath, his covenant, his blood support me in the whelming flood. When all around my soul gives way, he then is all my hope and stay. When he shall come with trumpet sound, and oh, may I then in him be found, clad in his righteousness alone, faultless to stand before his throne. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. So I'd like for us to think a little bit about foundations. Foundations are the critical means of supporting a building, supporting the loads or weight of the building. The foundation supports your home and bears the weight. Without a solid base beneath it, it's only a matter of time until you experience some serious damage to the structure. The foundation is also one of the areas of your home that needs to be done right the first time because it is not easy to fix after the fact. The foundation is buried in the ground beneath your home and its purpose is to hold up your home. It is critical for this to be done correctly. No cutting corners. And you know, in cities, we see all of the big skyscrapers and the foundations that they have to do and the engineers that do that so that the buildings don't fall. I read about and then watched a YouTube video on the engineering and construction of the CN Tower. If you're interested, there is a 29-minute YouTube video entitled How the CN Tower Was Built and Includes Engineering and Construction. So the foundation of the CN Tower used 7,000 cubic meters of concrete. Now, to give that uh, into perspective, that's approximately 700 loads of concrete. This is just for the foundation. And 450 metric tons of reinforcing steel, and it took three months to construct that foundation. This is just the foundation which is usually not even visible. However, Jesus in this parable is not talking about building houses or skyscrapers or the sea entire. Jesus is talking about building lives. So the question for us today is this, is our life built on the foundation of Jesus? Realizing that only Jesus can provide a solid, true foundation makes living a Christian life a lot easier, I think. Where can we find that foundation that is unshakable? Even the most solid bedrock can be shaken if it is subjected to an earthquake of high magnitude. So I will repeat, Jesus isn't really talking about buildings or skyscrapers or the CN Tower. He is talking about building our lives on something that is solid. Where do we find that solid foundation? We find it in the teachings of Jesus. Jesus said, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The word of God is the foundation on which we build our lives. Jesus is the word which became flesh. 
Both the Old and New Testament, all of the Bible testify to Jesus. Fill yourself with the teachings of Jesus, which will build a solid foundation in your life. Then no matter what comes your way, the storms, the wind and the rain and the viruses and the resignation of a pastor, you are on a firm foundation. And that foundation is eternal. The verse also says that not only do we hear, need to hear the words, we also need to put them into practice. It says everyone who hears these words and puts them into practice is like a wise man who builds his house on the rock. I think we all know it's true. You can do daily Bible studies all week long, and you can even do it on Sunday, and you can memorize scripture. You can know all the words and all the right words to say, but if you don't put them into practice, the teachings of Jesus, you are building on sand. These are words that we all need to hear. It's not enough to only read the words. We need to put them into practice. Like, love the Lord your God with all of your heart and your soul and all of your mind. What does that look like for each of us? Does God take priority in our lives? Do we love God more than the things of this world? How do, we, how do you put loving God into practice? And then he says, the second commandment is like this, to love your neighbor as yourself. Do we love that kind neighbor that is always friendly and nice to us? Probably. That's not too difficult, is it? What about that cranky neighbor that is usually not nice? Or that neighbor that just took your parking spot that you were waiting for? Or that person that just pulled out in front of you, slowly drove down to the next driveway, and didn't signal and turned off the road? I'm sure you have lots of examples as well. Do you show love to these neighbors? It's kind of hard, isn't it? And what about the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5, where it talks about love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and gentleness and self-control? Are these things evident in our lives? It matters how we live. It matters to your families. It matters to your children. And if you don't have children, you're not off the hook because it matters to all children. It matters to all of our neighbors. I read a story about a father who was honest in all of his dealings, it says. And he had a pair of binoculars of high quality. They were expensive. And he lost them. He filed a claim with his insurance company and was reimbursed for the value of the binoculars. And then about a year later, he happened to find the binoculars, and so he immediately sent a check to the insurance company to repay the insurance claim. They were encouraged by his example. The father described it as a small thing, but most children don't forget these things. They don't forget. Well, getting back to the foundation, it is key to a well-built house or any building. A building does not agonize and worry about how it's going to withstand the storms of life. If the foundation is firm, it may sway in storms, in hurricanes, but it still stands. And what is the strength of a building? It's not the walls and the windows. It's not even the beams and the rebar and columns. No matter how strong these are, they are not sufficient without that solid foundation. These parts of the building are only as good as the foundation. 
It's the same with us. No matter how great of things we accomplish, no matter how much education we have, no matter your sense of purpose and your faith, it will all be for nothing if the foundation is not built on Jesus. In 1 Corinthians 3, it says, For no one can lay any other foundation than one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on this foundation, foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, their work will be shown for what it is, because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. So Jesus is the one that gets all of the credit because we are on this firm foundation. We are able to live life knowing that no matter what comes our way, we can live with the assurance that we can live our lives knowing that the foundation we have on Jesus will never fail. And that is a freedom worth celebrating. The stress, the worries, the fears can be laid on that foundation. Life is a lot less stressful, a lot more fun, and a lot more freedom when we rest in the assurance that we are on the solid rock. And when we come to the realization that the foundation is the thing that matters, that in essence does the work, it will change our perspective on what we do with the gifts that we have received. We will be grateful for what we have, the big and small things. We will enjoy life more than we are not sweating the small or the big things. We will enjoy the things we sometimes take for granted, like friendships, food and fellowship, a leisurely walk and listening to the sounds of the birds and the crickets, our job, school, and our family, and many more. You can name many more. When we realize that it's not us that's keeping the building standing, it's the foundation, and when that foundation is Jesus, there is a freedom that encompasses us that we know even when we face the storms of life, the disappointments and the heartaches and the tears, the sickness and other things that go along with that, there is hope beyond this earthly life. Our life is built on eternity. Of course, there will be lots of things that try to rob us of this peace and joy. There is an enemy that will deceive and lie and try to tell you that maybe you should build your own foundation. After all, God did give us a brain to use. Well, I'm convinced that life, that in life we need to let go of our perceived control and surrender all of our life to Jesus. This is not easy. Even when we have this firm foundation, we can be tempted to follow the crowd, to go after new and exciting things. And we may struggle at times when the storms come and the wind blows but the great news is that our foundation is firm. Jesus will not give way. So we can take heart and rejoice knowing that no matter how strong the storms of this life, the firm foundation will not be shaken. We thank God for this foundation and our hope and our life will not fail with Jesus as our rock solid foundation. I will close with these words from the Apostle Paul who wrote to the Philippians in chapter 4. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all.
The Lord is near. The Lord is here today. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen and in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Let us pray. God, I thank you that uh, we can be on that solid foundation of you, Jesus. We see that when we are built on the rock, that we stand, we can stand. And when we are built on sand, it, it's destroyed. It, so God, I pray that you will help each one of us to hear what the Spirit is saying to each one of us today. I don't know what that is, but you do. Each one of you know what God is saying to your heart today. By his spirit, he speaks to us. We know what he's saying. So God, I pray that you will help each one of us to hear what you're saying to each one of us. I thank you, God, for each person that's here. I thank you, God, for each person that has been on live stream, that you will be with each one of us. May you guide us. May you help us to live our lives worthy, worthy of you, Jesus, that we will consider how we can spur one another on, how we will be able to live our lives in this world and how we will build on that solid foundation, which is Jesus Christ. Building on a solid foundation. That is what we need to do. So God, thank you for this scripture. Thank you, Lord, that uh, when we think about the scripture, the Sermon on the Mount and all the many things that Jesus talked about, and when he gets to the end of it, he says, uh, we should put these into practice, whatever we hear. And so, God, as we read that scripture, I pray that you will help us to put into practice what we are hearing uh, in our hearts. Be with us, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.